Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you feel the trend now? Yeah, yeah. I'd tell us that the show then. Ah, now we're back <laughs> with the uh, two breathe. final contestants. I can breathe. After a final uh, breath of oxygen here, uh, Louis was dying again. So was I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but we got the final two contestants of our, uh, I guess, oh, I don't know, Bum Beer Off. Bum Beer Off. We got the almighty Mickey's. You know what I'm noticing? That there's this this little tab on the top. Oh, yeah. That's very similar to all these. Four cans out of the six have the same same thing. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder, too. Has this uh, little on Banner thing it says the big one, twenty five fluid ounces. Anheuser Busch. Anheuser Busch. Yep. Let's see. This one's Mickey's Brewing, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So this one's legit. Anheuser Busch. Anheuser Busch. It's probably gonna be the same for all these. Yeah. Anheuser-Busch. I'm pretty sure this one's going to be the exact... Well, it's Bud Ice. Yeah, it's definitely Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, so it looks like the Natty Ice, or the Natty Daddy, the Ice Bud, and the Hurricane are all produced... Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser... Oh, the... Even that one. The Kirin. Wow, okay. That's very interesting. They all do share the same thing, though. They all have that ball logo on there. This ball logo right here. Mm. I'm not sure what that is. I don't know if that's a canning company or something. Yeah, I don't know. But all of them have the same can. This one says Mickey's Brewing Milwaukee. The other ones say, of course, uh, Anheuser-Busch. So let's go to Cobra. What do you think? Yeah, let's do Cobra. I want to leave Mickey's for last because I know what that tastes like. Since that one's a OG. Well, that one's like its own brewing still. Yeah. It hasn't uh, sold out. Sure. Putting my cigar down. Can Cobra it up. Louie, why you babysitting only two or three shots? I'm going to show you how to turn it up a notch. Because I'm swimming in the... Pool full of liquor. You're right. That song is about uh, alcoholism, correct? I believe so, yeah. Like in, in young uh, young kids, right? Yeah. Young, at the time, Kendrick Lamar, young age. Well, he, a lot of his stuff, like even his skits are very... Kung uh, Kenny. <laughs> They're very uh, raw. Yeah, for sure. Skits. Yeah, that that first album, uh, Good Kid, uh, Mad City, uh, was I guess you could consider it a concept album because it just had, it was pretty much like a day in the life of young Kendrick. Yeah, going through the day in Compton and all that stuff. Um, but it was a uh, yeah, it was intense. It was uh, all kinds of stuff happening in the, that van ride. I think it was, including yeah. his mom calling him to bring back the van. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that dude, it was a good, uh, good album. I'd say visual. I love this, kids. Oh hell yeah! 
All right, let me write this down. What are we drinking? King Cobra, the king. Do it for the smell. I'm not gonna lie, it reminds me of like the bud. It does not. It's not Nothing impressive. Nothing really stands out. I'd say it's fruity. I don't smell that. Let me swirl it around. I guess I get some. It smells like. I smell a little bit like yeasty. But you know what they say, though? That drinking ice cold beer is doing it a disservice because. The coldness of the liquid, the way that your your palate takes it in, uh-huh. is uh, just neutral. Like neutral. That's why cold beer is easier to drink. Yeah. Son of a bitch. But I'm cool with it because I don't want to drink any of these warm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of those palates fl- fucking flaring up. I mean, it's. It's not bad, but it's not. It doesn't. I don't think it beats out anything else. Nah, it's very the same. Yeah, I was gonna say it's riding the middle of all of these. I think the cigar. Yeah, is, it might have affected us. Yeah, for sure. It's hard to get that real clean kind of a a lighter. Yeah, you get lighter. Um, but I am I'm getting very much uh getting very nostalgic Yeah <laughs> experience here. This is high school for sure. There used to be this liquor I won't I won't name any names because <laughs> I don't want to get them in trouble. But you walk in and they'll sell to minors. Like they didn't give a fuck. Damn. Wait, you grew up in Compton. No, this is... I grew up in Compton, and you can find those, too. But when I started drinking, I was living in uh, the city that I live in now. Okay, we'll leave that uh, for not... I don't want to dox anybody. We'll leave that. We'll leave that to your imagination, says. But everybody who... Went to my high school, knew about this place. So, so they knew they can go there and it'd just be like a, a normal sale. There yeah. would be no like ID. If mm-hmm. you look under 30, you got to be ID'd. Hmm. Interesting. That sounds yeah. like fun. They're, they're, they're a cool boy. They're, but they were playing a dangerous game. Oh, yeah. All it took was one undercover somewhere. And they'd be screwed. Oh, that yeah. place would be shut down. Nosotros somos Sotano. It's a little takeover. It's a... 
Man, I'm I'm just saying, bro. Like, if we ever decide to like just go straight up like death metal or black metal, we'll have a market in Mexico. Oh, for sure. They fucking love that shit. We just all we gotta do is just like be super ultra satanic, and then just like throw in a couple random looking ritual things at the beginning of the show, and then just have like real fast like blast beats and just like That's cool it. names, and then just like tour with like brujeria and shit. Or asesino, and we'd fucking be. People would be like, "Oh shit, sotano! <laughs> what the fuck? The basement? <laughs> the basement? What happens in the basement, bro? <laughs> we don't have basements in Mexico. But That's shit. true, they don't. Yeah, sotano. I always wanted a basement, dude. Like growing up, it like would be cool. Uh, that '70s show, like you know, oh, yeah, yeah, they like, fucking God. hung out down there. This is probably the closest I've ever had to a basement, just because it's below everything else. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, basement would have been cool. That basements usually are in uh, regions where there's like uh, tornadoes, right? Yeah, for obviously for safety, you go underneath yeah. the house and. The, the yeah. house can be blown to bits, but at least you'll be safe. Yeah, you can't have that here. Fucking earthquakes. You just it, it's a death the trap. house. <laughs> top of the house trap. on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, it is a base, tra- uh, uh, a death trap. All right. I guess we, we give All this right. some notes. I guess we are digressing. It's in, it's enjoyable. It's drinkable. Presentation is five. It's nothing. Nothing spectacular. Nothing spectacular for me. Five. Uh, I second the motion. Five. Taste. I'm, gonna, I'm almost going to go through the fucking middle on this one. Taste to me is a five as well. It's just not horrible. It's drinkable. You can definitely drink this. But it's not something that you're just going to be like, holy shit. I, I kind of want to keep drinking this like after I finish that can. I want. I want to give it a four. Oh, a little lower, huh? You're getting a little bit of those bitters. Yeah, at the end, now that it's like warmed up a little You're bit. You're right. There is there is harsher bitters there yeah. uh, than, for example, the uh, the hurricane. The uh, well, yeah, the hurricane was fucking buck 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 ass wild, bro. Yeah. But this uh, what the, fuck was this the Kirin. The Kirin was not the smoothest. <clears throat> Incidentally, was the first. What do you give it for taste? Five, man. Five. Gotta go with five. Smell. Smell is neutral. I'm gonna give it a five. I think for me it's it's just straight in the middle. Yeah, it's not super fruity. There is a little hint of some sweetness there. Yeah, there's some sweetness there, more so than than other beers, but not more than the curate. Yeah, the carrot was that was a treat oh, compared to all these berries, weird fucking yeah. mixtures of fruits there. This I smell like copper, bananas, and I don't know what else, maltiness, like grains. I smell a little bit of grass in this one. It's weird, like fresh, it's freshly cut grass. Funk, yeah, it's not like funk, funk where it's like, oh, it's been sitting there for a while. But there's an odd tone underneath it. Yeah, for the for smell. I actually I'd give it a six for smell. It's not it's not the worst thing I've smelled. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Not that bad. King Cobra's a good safety there. Yeah, it's, it's it's down the middle for me. Explore. Get the current. Trust me, dude. You're you're gonna love that. It's gonna be drinkable. 
Right now? If you're no, I'm just saying right <laughs> here. For people out there listening, you're at a backyard gig, you know, you never had a beer in your life, and 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 you see the all these old punk rockers out there just chugging like coronas and whatever the fuck they can get their hands on. Go with the Kieran. You'll still look cool. They'll be like, whoa, what is that? What are you drinking? You'll get just as drunk. They'll probably be drinking, honestly, if they're punks, Mickey's. King, King Cobra. For, oh. Yeah, King Cobra for sure. Wait, wait, wait. Where, 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 where? Let's do a poll. Yes. Okay, to all the punks out there that, you know, grew up in the early no. 2000s-ish, you know, we'll say the before the, the 10s, 2000 to 2010, what was your go-to beer? I grew up over here in, in Whittier. I hung out with a lot of the Pico punks, and their go-to was the Mickey's. No, for for the people in in my hood, King Cobra for sure. King Cobras, okay, interesting. And Old E, Old English, yeah. Mickey's, those are the ones that knew, like, all right, you got that. That's cool. Like King Cobra's cool. It's like safe. Yeah. Uh, Old E is safe. Mickey's is where it's at. We're about you to had find the, out. But, like, the majority of people... They just went for King Cobra. King Cobra, for sure. Because it was like, oh, it's fucking, like, Cobra. And like oh, true. It's, you know? it's hard. It's aggressive. Yeah, Mickey's is, had a B on it. On it. It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. It looks like a grown-ass man that doesn't give a fuck, just wants to get drunk kind of a can. Mm-hmm. King Cobra is like, oh, shit, yeah, there's a King Cobra on there. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd say that my experience for sure, everything was prevalent there, whatever the fuck people preferred. But I'd say for most of these punks, I'd say it was probably Mickey's that I saw in their hands. And it was a 40 ounces of fucking the bottles, the fat boys. And, uh, yeah, saw plenty of blackout drunk guys in the backyard shows. By the time you got to the last band is like, you actually in backyard shows, if you were a punk band, you almost wanted to be either the first or the second band. Cause that's when everything was like still kind of like conscious. <laughs> yeah. By the time you got to the last band, it was kind of like everyone was fucking wasted. No was, one gave a shit. No one gave a fuck anymore. No one's really hearing you anymore. It was just circle pitting for no reason now. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. Dude, that was fucking like twenty years ago, bro. A long time ago. I I went to my first backyard show. It was like two thousand four. How old are you? I was I was still in high school. I don't remember what age I was. I was sophomore, so, uh, or or junior, sophomore, junior ish. Junior is sixteen, no? Fifteen going on sixteen. Yeah. And then, uh, and then senior would be seventeen going on eighteen, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. It's true. So it was it was probably my uh, junior year. Damn. So I went on early. You went out. Yeah. You probably went out there early. And the only reason is because I didn't get into like rock and metal and all that stuff until uh, after I stopped playing football. And I played football through my sophomore year. Mm. So after I stopped playing football, oh, so I, you were a jock. I wasn't a jock, bro, <laughs> obviously. Uh, and then I, I bought a guitar during the summer from my sophomore to junior year. And then I just fucking music was like everything. That's cool. And then uh, yeah, I fucking I, I convinced my mom. To drive me to a random fucking backyard show of some obscure bands. And uh, that's where I had my, not my first beer, but where I, I was almost forced to drink a full tall can. Because there, there was a punk, like an old punk, like an old fucking guy, looked tattered, looked weathered. He looked, he could have been homeless. <laughs> he was walking around the show and he's like, hey, bro, he's like, are you here by yourself? And I was like, he was like yeah, man, I was just checking out the band. 
he's like she's like he had like a hat like a bag and and all this shit he's like like here bro this is your first show here take it he gave me like a tall boy of uh yeah uh it was like bud light it wasn't nothing crazy but i was just sitting there and i didn't and he kept walking by i was like i don't want to look like a bitch so yeah. i forced myself to fucking just like just get through it just get through yeah, it just fucking <laughs> drinking it. it yeah and then uh and then uh he's like hey you ready for another one i was like i'm I'm like, it was still like halfway full. It was all yeah. warm. I can't <laughs> breathe. My head. I'm scared. I'm calling my mom. Like, me off. I don't like uh, punk, yeah. dude. But I fucking I sat through it and drank the whole freaking thing. And then, um, luckily, I was young enough where I I didn't get like too like. Oh. I was like I was able to play it off. I got in the car. I was like. You know, like worst case I'll say that there was like drunk people and they spilled beer on me. Yeah. I was like, worst case I'll just say that. But she didn't ask me anything, went home and I was like, dude, that was fucking dope. <laughs> and I went by myself too. I didn't go with fucking nobody. No, I I I first show that I went to uh was was uh my friend Oscar. Shout out to Oscar. He doesn't listen to this shit, but no. still shout out. <laughs> dude, he he we went we did some fucked up shit, dude. We would do like backyard gigs and, and he had a, my first gig was my band. We did a, a backyard gig at his house. He oh, had okay. us perform. Um, our band, it was me and my drummer, Alex, shout out to Alex. Um, and literally there was no lyrics. It was just me. <laughs> just fucking music. Yeah, it was just music. But still, it was like fucking dope as fuck. Cause we, we just got bit by the bug. We're like, we got to fucking keep going. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, but my first actual like backyard gig was uh, it was in Compton. And uh, I, I remember everybody was drinking. Everybody was like fucking moshing and shit. And like I was into punk, but not as much as like everybody that was there, you know? Yeah. So I was more into like I've always been into like alt alternative like yeah. indie shit but i knew some of the punk bands like personally and uh yeah so we got invited to this backyard gig everybody was drinking and um we went with a friend of a friend from another school um she was a, she was a female uh, her name was anna i don't fucking know what happened to her uh i uh, we kind of kept in contact shortly after that but it was so weird for me. The experience was like, "What the fuck?" That was my first time ever kissing a girl. Mm. I was fourteen, maybe fifteen at the time, mm. and this girl like brought her friend, who was Anna, and she didn't know anybody, and we didn't know anybody other than I only knew Oscar, and Oscar knew this other girl that knew Anna. And so me and Anna were hanging out because we we're just kind of outcasts. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she was like, oh, I think my boyfriend's here. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. Like, I ain't gonna fuck. You know, like, why? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Like, Whatever. what is that? You know, what is that information like relevant to me? And she's like, oh, man, I think he's going to come over here. I was like, do you mind if I like kiss you? And I'm like, what? So, yeah, I just just want him to like not come over here. I'm like sure, and that's the first time I ever made out with a girl. You were a tool for jealousy, <laughs> yeah, dude. And she, we made out like, like fucking like we macked, you know, like damn. For all you youngsters out there, macking is a is a technique of kissing. Yes, full, it's basically you're trying to eat each other's face. Yes, <laughs> there's we full fucking tongue. macked, bro. 
man. Haven't heard of macking in a while, bro. <laughs> I'm glad you knew the term, though. I'm glad you knew the term. Hey, macking is a, is a is an art form. Yeah, that's like freaking a fucking cigar, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's like that's like right before you bust, just tickle the asshole. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was crazy because it's like my first time ever making out with a girl. The fucking mosh pit was fucking roaring. Um, there was a couple instances where my friend Oscar was in the mosh pit going around in circles because that's what you do. And, you know, we're making out and this was like nudging me kind of like, hey, fool, good shit, you know? <laughs> and like, yeah, like next thing you know, we just fucking finished macking and she was like, all right, he's gone. And then like we start talking about something else. And he's like, you want to, you want to, you know, make out some more? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, this is fucking crazy, you know? <laughs> and yeah, we just kept fucking making out the whole fucking show. Like, I don't remember any of it. Uh, there was a couple friends that apparently saw me there. And they're like, oh, dude, yeah, you're making out some girl. And, like, and I was like, dude, I, dude, I don't remember seeing you. I, just, <laughs> like, I was just in the living there, moment, man. you know? He's like, All I remember is she had a really soft tongue. <laughs> and it was just weird having that tongue just lapping my tongue over and over. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a thumb of war with tongues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was it was dope. I remember we kept in contact. um for a little while after that and like she gave me her number this was when like flip phones mm. and like the fucking nokia's and shit oh, like that man. were popular ericsson's yeah ericsson's <laughs> dude fucking yeah. and uh yeah we kept in contact and we would talk to each other but we just kind of left the light like that it was just kind of like that one night thing the, the one, one just making session. out yeah macking after dark yeah it was weird like because <laughs> weird but i loved it <laughs> but i loved it bro i love it it was my first experience dude and it was fucking dope that was nice that sounds nice man yeah the second the second time um we uh went to this other spot and this is when we discovered weed <laughs> smoke at a ganja yeah uh <laughs> The person who was throwing the fucking the backyard gig, the parents had gone to Mexico. So the house was like empty. Mm. Nobody was allowed in the house. Everybody was in the backyard. Mm. And the house was near, it was in Compton near the fucking riverbed. One of the many riverbeds out there. And um, so we could be as loud as we fucking wanted to. No one was going to call the cops or nothing. And uh, yeah, we were experimenting with weed and this is when fucking the chronic like chronic was like in like it was potent and shit so everybody was like oh like yeah dude it was so fucking great we all like pitched in it's like oh how much i put in 20 bucks everybody else put like you know a dollar two bucks here so i fucking kept the majority of the weed Mm. But they expected me to like smoke it all that day. And I was like, no, I'm gonna fucking save me this shit, you know? Like, yeah. So we rolled up a blunt, we smoked it, we shared it, and the majority of the weed kept in my pocket. And I was fucking high as fuck. My friend Oscar, again, I went out with him. um, He was pounding beers. And then it was time to go. It was like late as fuck. We got picked up by his mom. And then he's like, Mom, like, I got to pee. Like, pull over. I was like, are you crazy? You can't make it to the house, you know? <laughs> and he's like, no, I got to pee. Just pull over, pull over. I'm going to just pee right here. 
And uh, she was like, no, you're crazy. like, mom, I'm going to fucking pee myself. <laughs> if, like, you know what? Fucking. So he started opening the door yeah. and she pulled aside and uh, I was fucking high as fuck. And this fool just pees like he chooses the fucking side of the door yeah. and he just takes a leak. And this is the longest fucking leak ever. Oh, yeah. Like a two, three minute leak, like nonstop just and I'm just laughing my ass off because I'm a fucking high as fuck. And this was like, what are you laughing, fool? And I was like, dude, this that is the longest leak I've ever heard. And we're talking like through the fucking door. We're like not even paying attention that we're with his mom. You right. Know? And we're just fucking laughing our asses off. And then like the mom's like, why are you guys laughing? Like, did you guys drink? And, like, she didn't know we were smoking yeah. weed. Um, he was crossfaded. I was fucking high as fuck. And we were just, like, embarrassed. But she was cool. She didn't say anything. But, man, fucking good old fucking backyard oh, gigs, dude. Oh, man. Hey, yeah, man. Hey, backyard scenes were uh, were alive back then. Hell, yeah, dude. I don't really... I, I haven't fucking... Usually, you could drive down a fucking street and there'd be, like, a show going on or something. Yeah. Now, you, now it's silent. Now it doesn't happen. Nah. It's fucking, the kids nowadays are they're so into making their mixtapes and shit, they're afraid to play live music anywhere. They're yeah. just, like, trying to get uh, SoundCloud famous. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it works for some. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's not the same as you, you going out there and just fucking... And the cops called on you because you're fucking playing with a half stack Marshall in a backyard <laughs> in the middle of a neighborhood at like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, it's like that. That was a shit, man. A bunch of teenagers just fucking drinking and smoking and all kinds of shit happening. This is like the epitome of illegal. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I wasn't a punk, but I was accepted by that scene. And so like to me, I was like, I fucking I, I have an affinity for punk, the punk scene, oh, yeah, like man. true, authentic punks like. They recognize me like people with fucking Liberty Spikes and fucking everything like, you know, like, would you think of the punk like the epitome of, of the word punk? They fucking loved me. Mm. We hung out, you know, and there's nothing but love and respect there. And so like when like to me, I feel like I. I still am part of that scene. Yeah. So when I see like these kids like being posers and like not like being true punks i'm like dude what the fuck's wrong with this fucking walk this... out and be like hey yo what's up boy <laughs> what's your favorite band huh yeah some 41 what the fuck what the, the fuck with my shake yeah boy yeah give yeah. them spikes you yeah, mean i'm gonna make I, you that spikes <laughs> i mean i don't think i was uh i, I wasn't like into like i love going to backyard shows just because it was the atmosphere was incredible yeah it was dope it was awesome um, but I was, uh, I was not a punk by any means. Uh, I had a, f- uh, a friend that I'm trying to get on the podcast. Her name is, uh, uh, I call her Trish, Trish or Yin Yang Trish. Mm. Call her Yin Yang Trish because, uh, the Yin Yang twins back in the day. So I've been trying to get her to come in so we can talk about back in the days. Uh, uh, but basically I, this will, this is the kind of shit that she used to get me into. So anyways, <laughs> she used to call me up I was, at this point I was out of high school, but she was still, she was a senior. She was finishing her last year. So she'd call me be like, Hey, I want to ditch. And I'd be like, okay. So she's like, come pick me up. So I'd go. It was a, it was a freaking Catholic school. None, none of the fucking <laughs> oh, mess. Fuck. I drive over there and be like, okay, where are you? And she, I'd fucking see her like fucking just tossing herself over the fence. <laughs> shit. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, dude, we're going to get caught. <laughs> I'm 
was like, this is blatant. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to go like to the jail. the middle for... of the day. <laughs> I'm going to go to jail and for kidnapping. Just, yeah, she just jog across the street and shit and get in the car. And I'd be like, oh, fuck. And then we, one of the time, one of the, one of my favorite memories with her was that we went, uh, we drove, uh, we, we didn't have much money at this point. So we'd go and we got uh, like Chinese food, like a big old fucking plate. For, it was like five bucks. Yeah. And then I had like some really like sun beaten. This is like starting to get hot. Fucking Heineken's in the back of the car. that have been rolling around for like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I was shit. like, all I got to drink is some fucking beat up rolling in the back of the car. Heineken's. And we <laughs> drank those and ate Chinese food. And it was like, this is... To be, you know, her and her, uh, uh, her husband, shout out to Manuel, uh, were like, to me, those, those people were punks and they were associated with like the, the Pico punk scene. And, uh, he, I think he had a band and, uh, but they were like, to me, they're just like still like, uh, what the punk scene was just a bunch of cool dudes fucking hanging out, drinking and shit. I've hung out with them a couple of times and uh great people great fun it's just like the 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 camaraderie that's in a punk show and a punk yeah. scene is just like it is like it they, they they just almost like they welcome you in if you have never been there before they try to like show you what you know what what goes on here and like even just like that punk that i mentioned that first gig he gave me a fucking top he didn't have to yeah he just that was it. like he he didn't have to and he was just like this is your first show or he wasn't even asking me i was just like dude it's my first show I, I don't really know what to do i was just standing up against the wall and he's like well here get drunk he's like drink a beer and you know whatever you need let me know and he fucking proceeded to go into the garage to get drunk smoke weed kept checking on me every once in a while like hey, you, you're good you're good like dude fucking yeah, cool guys man for sure man i remember this one spot I don't know if it's still there. I don't know where it was to be exact, but we used to call it our house. It was like, that's where the punks, it was like super underground. It was like a, a rundown, um, auto shop. Mm. And the building, I guess was an office that had a little stage on it. Yeah. And that's where the punks and the punk bands used to perform. Right. That's where I saw Mata Mosca, you know, ska bands and shit like that. Dude, it was fucking amazing. Dude, back then when ska was like ska. Dude, exactly, <laughs> dude, exactly. Dude, Mata Mosca was my fucking favorite for the longest because that show was fucking dope because they got off their little stage and they just started playing in the fucking in the crowd, you know? Like, yeah. that was my first time experiencing that. You know, bands do that. Yeah, yeah. But for me like a fucking teenager scene i was like oh shit that's fucking dope you know and they're playing legit music it wasn't like fucking whack it wasn't like you know they didn't know how to play their instrument right they were like legit like musicians you know right they knew how to play their instruments yeah so to me like that place was always like fuck yeah dude like oh you're gonna go to our house this weekend or whatever because they would have every weekend and then they got shut down or burnt down or something like that, or someone found out about it and and then then like I don't I never drove there I never got dropped off or anything. It was always Oscar. I always go with Oscar. Mm. He knew all the spots. And and so yeah, I don't I still don't remember where it's at. But if I tell Oscar, like, hey, do you remember our house? He's like, oh yeah, dude, that's you know like <laughs> this spot right here, bro. Yeah. Hey, let me give you the coordinates, <laughs> dude. Yeah, even when I was a DJ, 
around the time I was a DJ, there's this new scene that was equally as good as the punk scene mm. because like these backyard gigs, you know, that we had growing up now was converted into like dance music and like, you know, oh, yeah. and in, like in that raves, time, the ecstasy yeah, was fucking everywhere. Fucking balloons, the Nas, <sighs> dude. I never, I never did that. I never did Nas. Dude, it's dangerous. It, I did. Nas. I've seen. We would well, get paid in balloons sometimes. The <laughs> thing about it is, like, you seen, like, I, I seen people like literally buy. I was, I think, I was in line with Thomas. I was in line with Thomas, and we're like, oh fuck it, we're gonna buy one. Screw it, let's see what it's about. And we literally seen a guy like next to us, like, take a fucking hit and straight back, boom. Oh yeah. And I was like, just, nope. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, ain't doing that. I ain't about that. I got a whole man. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing with, with the balloons is that if you didn't know how to do it, like, you can fuck yourself up because it's, it's a balloon. It has pressure, so you, it's... It shoots it into shoots you. in, yeah. yeah. What you're supposed to do, you take in a little bit in, and you blow back into oh, the balloon. And it keeps the air kind of circulating. So, you know, it's not as potent towards the end. Um, but what other people do is just, is just take it all in, like and air then, weed. Yeah, yeah, like air weed, and then that's what fucks you up. And yeah, I mean, we used to fucking get paid in fucking balloons sometimes, dude. People used to like, oh yeah, fucking so and so works at the dentist's office, and I got the fucking Nas bottles, oh, and dude, shit. it was fucking insane, dude. Oh, so much so that like we started finding out that people could get the same effect off a keyboard cleaner. Oh yeah, the the whippets. As yeah, they used to call them. so you fucking get keyboard cleaner and you just and you just fucking get high off of that. Yeah, that's what fucking uh, what's the name? Stevo from Jackass used to do for yeah. a while. He used to have a bunch of whippets, but I think at, at some point they they got like there was like actual cartridges, I guess. Yeah, and then they had like a little thing. It almost looked like a no, uh, asthma inhaler. Yeah, you, you screw it on and then you just like and then. You yeah. know, you didn't have to go out there and buy. But I know there was a restriction on uh, keyboard cleaners for a while because yeah. of that. Yeah, All of a sudden, it took over. They added bitterant to to the oh, mix. Oh, not make it good. Yeah, so you put it in your mouth and it just tastes like shit. Yes. Um, I, I remember the keyboard cleaner and then you can get high off of uh, the same thing using the um, air freshener. Really? Yeah. I... I was notorious for that. You can ask my sister for <laughs> I used to get fucking, I used to huff fucking air freshener. You just put a towel over it so you don't get the taste of it. Right. And you just spray it and then you huff into it as you're spraying it. And all the oxide or not nitrogen right, right. oxide goes into your lungs and that's what gets you high. The only thing is that. Because all that air is like going through, mm. some of the like liquid gets uh, frozen onto the towel, oh. and then you know it obviously leaks because it's the spray has to go somewhere. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, it's also very dangerous. I'm not very proud of that, <laughs> but still, <laughs> I mean, fuck, dude, I was a bad little baby kid, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Mickey's and King Cobra's wasn't the worst things you've ever done. <laughs> no, that bitterant and that fucking keyboard cleaner. It's, no. uh, life changer. Let's do this Mickey's. All right, let's get the Mickey's in there, huh? All right, here we go, Mickey's. Oi. 
she's hangry. There you go, sir. I think you're important. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. All right. Presentation is just same. Same. Let's see. They give a five. Basic. Presentation wise. Yeah, probably about a five. Smell. Yeah. Very malty right off the bat. Yeah. Just pour it out. <laughs> it's very nostalgic. I remember this. Yeah, this is this is my first beer, I believe. The grenade bottles. Unfortunately, though, it does have that nostalgic effect. It's hard to be unbiased. <laughs> yeah. To me, it's fucking smooth. Dude. <laughs> it's fucking smooth. First, first initial taste. We're not supposed to judge off the first one, but damn, it fucking brings back memories, dude. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore, but some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days. Taste. I'm going seven, bro. I'm going ten, bro. <laughs> Presentation? Nice. Presentation to me is like a solid six. It's pretty standard, average, kind of like look beer-looking thing. The smell... Mm. <sighs> there she is. It's very... It really yeah, it doesn't really have anything, and it's very mild. I... It's yeasty, but not too yeasty. I remember being a lot more skunky. Me too. Actually. Right? I don't know. Maybe they changed the formula. But you're right. I remember nothing but skunky beers back in those shows. Yep. <laughs> you have to get past the smell and then just kind of chug it. It's not skunky. At all. If you clear it out, it actually has some good notes. I'm smelling some banana. I definitely get that banana scent. There's like citrus. No, it's not not metallic metallic as the other ones. Slightly citrusy. I'd I'd give this a six. It's not super impressive, but it's not fucking. It's not bad. Yeah, I agree. All right. That's it, man. That is it. One, two, three, four, five, six contenders for the ultimate prize of. Odd fellas trophies. It's kind of all we've got. Doing the doing the calculations. Cal- we're putting it through an algorithm. Really, we're crunching the numbers, trying to figure out what beer is best. Just writing out this final notes here.
Louis is busy crunching the numbers. He's really working oh them down. He's, oh, my God. And I'm telling you, a Jewish accountant could not have done a better job at figuring this out. That was slightly anti-Semitic. No, it's not. It's a compliment, right? I don't know. Uh, I didn't call him anything bad. I said that the, the Jewish accounts are good at fucking crunching the numbers. Crunch the numbers one more time, Louis. It's the last second right here. All right. Here we here go. Here we go. This is the reveal of the champion. You ready? Of the low income beer tests. Let's do it. So hold on. Let me put them in ranks. Hmm. I am scared. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You ready for this? Yeah, I think I'm ready now. In number one. Wait, let's start from the bottom. Start from, from the bottom now. Wait. From the bottom. In last place is the hurricane. It had to be. Unfortunately, to be. it just had too many harsh tones, yeah. too many. The alcohol, it burned. It literally burned. That was number six. Number five, coming it. in fifth place. The Natty. The Natty Daddy. Natty Daddy. I, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. I, I agree with that. The alcohol concept was higher. Yeah. A little bit of heat. You get that bitterness. Weird, almost cheap vodka-ish kind of taste. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was an odd combination of things. Yeah, I feel it. Number four, the King Cobra. Wow, I'm surprised. The King. The Bud Ice. Has been dethroned. Wow, okay. That's surprising to me. Coming in third place, Bud Ice. Wow, that's to me, that was surprising. Yeah. That was surprising to me, but I mean, to be honest, the Bud Ice, it was quite drinkable. Yeah. It was, it was quite drinkable. So I, I, I agree with that, I suppose. Coming in number two with the controversial, the controversial Split result. decision. Mickey's as number two. What? With coming in with 21 and 19. My score was 21. Yours was 19. What? Yep. And for our number one, no way, is the Karen coming in at twenty-two points, my points, and twenty points of yours. Holy number one, shit, the Karen. Number one was Karen. Wow, I kind of want to taste it now that it's like warm, a little warmer. Kind of had a chance. Yeah, to I'm gonna just... chug this Mickey's because fuck it. Why not, man? Milwaukee, bro. Oh, it's fucking familiar, dude. That's like, it's a familiar chug. Ugh. It's like fuck. My mom's gonna be here in thirty minutes. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta finish this bottle. <laughs> I know. I don't want her to know what we're I drinking. I don't know. I'm fucking drunk. I'm drunk. You want let's, let's, let's revisit. Let's revisit. Drink it warm. It's not warm. It's it's a little chilled. No, it's it's a room temperature. It's a little cold still. Is it? I can't yeah, tell. I can't tell. 
I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. Oh, all right. So with the fresh taste <laughs> of Mickey's in my mouth. So we got number two, and this would be number one. Yeah. So Mickey's, I I definitely like Mickey's. Yeah, you you gave me some high scores on uh on on at least one of the uh the 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 criteria there. You know what? Warm is not so bad. Dude, there's like a really nice, almost floral. Yeah. It's like a like tea. really nice floral hops that they used for this beer, which is really pleasant. It's like lavender almost. Like weirdly sweet, fruity, like a no. perfumish violet. You ever okay. had you have you ever smelled violet? Yeah. That's what it smells like. It's got an interesting Interesting or combination taste. of things to it. Yeah, taste it tastes right now. It tastes like violet to me, like a very watered down violet. The smell is a yeah. The smells it's, it's there's nothing to smell. It's just like a a beer, like a warm beer. I agree with that being number one. Honestly, <clears throat> yeah, even warm, even warm, it tastes good. So there you go. That's it, guys. So if you guys uh, are out there in the market, and this actually was the last one I got. Nice. It wasn't even in the same aisle as these guys. I just so happened to look towards the side, and I saw that one. I was like, and it said on here, it said, uh, first press 100% malt. And I was like, that's got to be in there. Yeah. I was like, that's a malt liquor. This is what we're doing. So, yeah, that's what we did, man. Yeah, go ahead, man. Just push that fucking uh, cart out the fucking way. So yeah, I don't know what the hell we were talking about last, but uh, oh, we were giving the rating to the beers. The oh, that's right. Uh, we we actually ended up uh, deciding that we kind of agree with the results, right? Yeah. I mean, at least I do. Just pissed all over myself. My uh, makeshift <laughs> urinal attacked him. <laughs> Betrayed him, really. Yeah. I guess if uh, you're gonna give it a name, it'd be betrayal. Jesus. Uh, but, uh, you know. It happens, right? Yeah. Denial's not just a river in uh, Africa. <laughs> you know what the sound? You recognize the sound. Is that a... Uh, uh, yeah. It's the, like, little nitrogen cartridge glass bug. Yeah, thing, cartridge like thing. We're drinking some Guinness now. Yeah, we're uh, we're cleansing our palates with some uh, some Guinness, the good stuff. Of course, Louis brought this for us. Uh, Louis, I wanted to get into another subject here, real Let's quick. Now that we've done the beer off challenge here with the malt liquors, which, to be honest, left me a little atarugado, if you will. All right. Or, uh, you know, like a, kind of like a, you know, when you hit a strong cockroach with raid, but it's so strong that it doesn't really die. It just kind of like stumbles away. So I feel like that. All right. A little bit. Let's talk about it. But I'm going to survive. Just fucking talk about it. All right. Yeah. I have a confession to make. Hit me. All right. So here we go. I've been funneling money. To an offshore. <laughs> I'm, <just kidding. laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> All 30 bucks that we made. <laughs> it's been going to an offshore account, and uh, we've we've actually we've we've got closer to forty dollars now, but it's all mine. 
No, uh, I was just going to talk about her. One of, our, one of my guilty pleasures at the time that I can't really seem to understand, but at the same time, I'm kind of fucking stuck on it. Music-wise. Let's hear it. What? Do you have any guilty pleasures at the moment that you can uh, help me so that I don't feel so ashamed? I don't have really guilty pleasures more than... Um... Well, I would I would phrase it as like music that you would not expect me to like. Uh, well, this is definitely music I don't think you would ever expect me to like. I don't know if it's about Christian rock, and then I mean, <laughs> <laughs> on the money, how'd you know, bro? The fucking POD and <laughs> pissed off dolphins. <laughs> no, I I am not ashamed of my music taste. Uh, I I spent. Uh, a lot of years trying to refine it and trying to really like get the scope of things. Well, I guess if it's any testament to that, you will you will probably at least understand where I'm coming from, in the sense that you give me a lot of the music that you're passionate about, and I understand it because I have a spectrum of music that I'm fully aware, and I can understand even music that I'm not really into, like country, which I previously had famously said. I can like any kind of music except, except for country. country. And, and now look like... at me. I'm fucking crying to this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm fucking talking about like quoting his lyrics and shit. I'm like, I'll take that as a challenge. I thought you, <laughs> I thought you didn't like country, boy. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, yeah. So I, I, I think it's just most, mostly it's just uh, ignorance. <laughs> Bless Ooh. you, sir. <laughs> Getting a fucking sneeze attack up here. Bless you, sir. Might be the fucking ashes flying around. Yeah. It almost got me right now, too. I was fucking holding it in. Uh, but, yes, anyway, so um, I, I don't think uh, I have, like, real preferences as much as I just have ignorance. I haven't heard either the, the, the right stuff or the good stuff. I've heard maybe the mainstream shit that has been shoved down my throat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, country sucks. But Dylan LeBlanc, man. Dylan LeBlanc, dude. He's, I, uh, he's, uh, he's turned me into a power bottom. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he's fucking something else, man. Yeah, no, nah, dude, he's, he's a special guy. You can feel his fucking pain. I feel it. I connect with a lot of his lyrics. I under, I feel like, you know, he's really speaking to uh, a certain type of individual, and I feel like I might fit some of the criteria of that sort of individual. The imagery he puts in my head... When oh. he, when it's it, when he's talking about something, like, well, his music in general, to me, it's like this guy just got shot in the heart, and he's like dying. He's like he he's slowly dying, and mm-hmm. he he takes his rag, and he's holding it, and, and on his chest to like compress the wound, you know. And then it's like so soaked in his own blood that he wrings it out, but he wants to be neat. So he goes over the sink or over a container so it doesn't make any more mess than he has to. And he wrings it out and it's his fucking blood and sweat and tears and his soul is just pouring out, you know, and then he goes back to using that same rag. So that he doesn't reuse another rag. He doesn't, you know, that's what I get from him. He's pouring his soul. Can I trust you now? (laughs) 
Not to pull me out of this cautionary tale. Dude. That's my favorite fucking album by his. Fucking my fire, dude. He, he did a great job with that album. I fucking love it. Uh, but anyways, he was my my conversion or what kind of like led me down this path of like, you know what? Fuck it. It doesn't matter. You like what you like, man. Yeah, it's fine. All right. You can hit me. fucking hit me. Olivia Rodrigo. I don't even know who that is. You probably heard it. You're on TikTok. Okay, shoot. You've probably heard at least one of her songs. I, I need to hear it. Okay. One of the songs that I'm stuck on right now. I'm going to show you, and uh, I'm probably going to shorten this or probably just add a short clip of the song for everybody out there listening. But if you, I mean, if you're, if you're Steph, you probably know the song, maybe, I don't know. If not, then sorry, George, you probably have never heard this shit. So I'm going to play the song. I didn't get that far. (laughs) Same verse over again, it kind of ends after that. But this is basically something that we've kind of been talking about, uh, like on and off here and there. We talk about how we, you know, we usually like social media, for example, this is basically blatantly about social media, yeah. Um, how we kind of like compare ourselves to other people, and it's like you, you get jealous, you know, there's some people that post things to make people jealous. And then there's like other people that are just like, how the fuck are you always like she was saying, always on vacation? You're always wearing the freshest shit. You know, what is this? You know, and it, it makes you jealous. It makes you like, yeah. you know, all I see what she says, all I see is jealousy or all I see is what I should be happier, prettier, jealousy, jealousy. So it's like that kind of like evil side to social media where it's like you think it's like i'm just sharing my fucking thoughts and myself and all this shit but there's that twisted side where it's like there's people that are almost purely on there just to be like i'm that it person i'm always here i'm always having fun i'm always doing this and it leads people like me you and this girl apparently to think fuck that's what i should be why am i not doing that why am i not always having fun why am i not always uh, taking trips and shit and it might lead you down the road where you're just like maybe spending your entire fucking paycheck trying to fucking live up to the standard where in reality these people just kind of like took five different outfits to one place and they just changed clothes and they take selfies and now they have content for like a month yeah and it's like they're not really out there all the time. They're just posting all the time. Yeah. But they just like stagger it to a point where it's like they know the algorithm where it's like, oh shit, uh, I post this time, this day, I get the most likes and people believe that I'm here like always having a good time. Yeah. It, it's fucking insane how crazy everything is scheduled. Like, I used, you, I used to do that too. Because it works. It works. Because it, it works. definitely works. At this time, that's where I'm going to post. And it does, like, you can, there, like, there's apps 
uh, available for like Instagram and like all the social media where you tell it, I want to post this picture at this time. Um, and you have like a set schedule where you don't have to do anything. It's other than, yeah, automatically it just bla- hmm. spits it out. And it's crazy how, how it works because what's one of the biggest things that they talk about? Cause I'm sure we looked up, you looked it up. I looked it up like social media, be consistent, be, have a schedule, always have something to post up. One of the things that we try to do, and just to give you a little insight, I don't know if I'm going to be breaking the fourth wall here or breaking any rules, but one of the things that we try to do is create a playlist for you guys when we're creating playlists because we wanted to be active with our community and our friends and our people and our listeners but at the same time, like it's fucking hard, dude. It like is very hard. Like I like music. I listen to music every day. Yeah. But at the same time, like to be fresh and to have like something on it, like it's not real. It's not realistic. It isn't. Like to me, like the first couple of up updates that I we had on our page about our playlist were like, all right, I know what to play. Or I know what to upload because this, this, and that. Mm. Or this inspired me because of that. And as time progressed, like, you know, we got busy with the with the brewing stuff. We yeah. got busy with our own lives. Yeah. You know, like, we just got busy. Like, I, unfortunately, I see it as, like, well, fuck, I, I was the only one, like, up dating the the playlist yeah. and i wanted you guys to help me and like you see and i fiercely defended the fact yeah and you because i thought i was like no this is his thing let him be let him do his thing like this is something that he's really passionate about i don't want to fucking and th- well, uh, another thing too ryan was over here like hey bro can we put like some random fucking music on there i was like dude i was like just let louis be let him do his thing not only because it was going to be like like what the fuck are you trying to put on there, bro? Like yeah. that's fucking like oh you're gonna fuck it up. Like like I love you, Ryan, but uh, we, we, had a, thinking, we have a man. theme. I mean you're we a father a now, so I guess. Hey, congratulations to Ryan, who's now a father. A baby boy, Noah, born bwah, 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 healthy. Bwah. And uh yeah, he's the newest uh odd fella. Noah, uh born uh, uh all the best of wishes to uh you and Natalie. Hopefully she's recovering well. She uh, bore the brunt of your uh, 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 lack of ability to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, they're both pretty happy to have the baby. It's yeah. not like it was an accident or nothing like that. So, yeah. uh, but we anyways, yeah, but. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, IPA still suck, but regardless. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, man, hey. my dog <laughs> uh, But yeah, anyways, um. Yeah, he was going to try to shift it into a weird direction. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. No, like, I agreed. I agree with you. Like, because we have a theme. Yeah. We do have a theme. And, like, but it's still hard. Like, of course it is. I know it is. Even even fucking posting is fucking hard. Even just, like, updating a small clip of the fucking podcast just so people are like, oh, a new one's up. Oh, let me check it out. Exactly. Even that's kind of like, oh, shit. Like, as simple as it may seem, it's still kind of like. It takes a time. It takes. A whole fucking day to figure out what the fuck yeah, we're gonna to, to, to talk every, about. To everybody out there listening, by the way, I listen to this this every single podcast at least four to five times all the way through, because I have to find either 
some sort of a bigotry, <laughs> racism, <laughs> sexism, or just even, either times when we're just kind of like, oh fuck, I don't. We know. shouldn't I don't have know said why. that. Yeah, no, no, no. We we're perfect every single time. Uh, but <laughs> but I, I I listen to every podcast at least a few times through before it's even posted, and then after that I listen to it at least one more time all the way through. Just so that I can be like, in case there's something that like I'm like I can still pull it out right yeah. away and be like, fuck, let's let's redo Just this. Pull that shit. Yeah. So I always try to cover my bases every single time. So it's very hard after you've done all that to like sit there and listen to it again and try to find a highlight clip to post onto the Instagram to be like, hey, look, it's out. fun. Check it out. Yeah. So and then you by then you're just kind of like that's why usually most of the clips I post are in the beginning because I'm like, let's just that that's pretty good. Let's just put that. Yeah. But I, it, it's 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 work. It is a lot of work and passion and you know a lot of effort that we put into these uh shows and episodes you know and especially like you know me i i kept talking talking about it as i was working on it you know working on my uh my course uh my certification uh to becoming a ux designer you know like Congratulations. i was you did it i did it by the ah. way <laughs> <laughs> But you know, like we had, we have other things that we want to do, or that we're doing, or that we're busy with. Our life just happens, you know. And unfortunately, we can't like put all our eggs in this basket right now because I'm gonna trigger something right now. Go for it. We're uh, we're really struggling to get keep this all together and shit, but uh. The lack of assistance, Luis and Thomas, is kind of frustrating. <laughs> oh man, hey, I, know, I, know, you, I know at least I know at least Thomas listens all the way through, so he's gonna be like, "Hey, bitch, I always hit you up." Uh, but yeah, Luis, I don't think Luis listens all the way through. I think he listens to like half of it, and then he's like, "It was pretty good." And then he has a couple notes, yeah. and he's like, "All right, I guess we listen to it." But uh, no, no, no. Uh, all jokes aside, uh, Thomas is, is he tries, but it, it's just the scheduling is difficult. He's at work right now. Yeah. I, I mean, if he worked in the mornings, believe me, he'd probably be here fucking as as often as Louis is here. But you know, his scheduling is difficult, and then Saturdays and Sundays is when he's usually available. Sometimes, yeah. If he doesn't have like fucking some family event, but. It's even difficult for us because then it's like that's usually when we go out to do shit. Yeah, it's the weekend, you know. So it's like I got a trip, man. I, I'm yeah. going out of town. I or got I'm this going on. I got stuff. that going on. So it's difficult on the weekend. So that's why you haven't heard much of Tomas. Sorry, Steph. Uh, <laughs> you hear him talk all the time, Steph. So you should be. <laughs> so you shouldn't want to hear him. <laughs> but uh, no, but um, yeah, that's why we don't have Tomas on. And uh, Luis is uh, uh, Luis is an odd fella. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know he. I don't want to put his business out there, but I know he got a job. You know, yeah, yeah. He's, life he's, is happening. You know, everything is opening back it's up. Just hard, you know, man, it's hard. It's hard. This, this is a. It's a passion this is a full time job. Passion, full time passion. Yeah, job. we're we. I'm gonna be like transparent with you guys. We got like thirty dollars out of this fucking podcast since we started. Yeah. So we're not like it's not like we're. Over here, like talking thousands of dollars, where we're like, "Oh, yeah, we're guys, why are you guys bitching?" No, no, no. We like it's been like what two years, three years, uh, going on three years, three years, yeah, going on three years. We we've made thirty bucks, so we're not. This is a passion project, and the the people listening out there that uh, give us uh, some insight, that listen to it, and give us 
pointers and the guests that come on that turn other people onto it. Like, that's why we keep going. Because we just, as long as there's someone listening. So thank you guys. Yeah. That's basically We appreciate it. our listeners. Um, yeah. It's hard work. We don't mind doing it. Yeah. Because we love, we love it. And yeah, we, we love, love to hear back from you. And, and this is like how you say it, it's a passion project. I mean, it, to me, like there's times where I'm like, fuck dude, like, like, yeah, I want to record a podcast, but then like we get into something else or like we're doing, we're bottling up bottles or, Damn, which, you know, or we're getting into like yeah. really personal like talks about it that we don't want to get on the fucking podcast because it's not entertaining. It, it really isn't. I mean, we could do something like that, but it's just like at the end of the day, unfortunately, when it comes to personal issues, there's a lot of. A lot of uh, personal opinions and personal issues that might be misconstrued into, you know, weird, twisted things. That it's yeah. like, that's none of y'all's business. Yeah. And we don't need you guys kind of like trying to analyze us or any of that. Or even worry about us. Or even worry about us in that sense. So that's kind of like, you know what? We help each other out. We talk about it. We're there for each other. So we don't really want to bring you guys down with any of that stuff yeah not not, not to mention like we, we want to like we we're talking about outside the podcast that we want to be the 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 shining light in in people's lives you know like we we're talking about a, a topic that me and ricky oh, yeah. were very passionate about like you know we didn't have this help we didn't have this outlet we didn't have these friends that we can talk to or like just listen to talk or whatever. Mm. We didn't have this when we were going in into our deepest, darkest moments. And maybe maybe we will go over it later down the, the line once once we get the the proper verbiage for it. Yeah. But, I, I mean honestly I think it's probably gonna be the next podcast, bro. I think I think it's I think it's a very important topic. It's I think it's one of the most important things we've talked about or that we could talk about yeah. considering we are the odd fellas i think it'd be something that's going to be uh important for us to leave lingering there for anybody to kind of stumble upon or listen yeah. to and uh, kind of find some sort of understanding it's going to be a little difficult just because We've got like a fifty-three percent to like forty-seven percent female to male uh, yeah. listenership, which. Uh, but it's the truth, though. Like we're seeking understanding. We're not seeking bashing. Yeah, we're seeking. Uh, that's it. Understanding. That's it. All we're seeking is understanding and the difficulties that something that simple can be. Uh, you know, it can it it can be made to be very very difficult. It's crazy that like we're completely going out of this subject because originally we were talking about this this song and it triggered something completely different but at the same time it's very very personal to us because it it it's hard like social media is hard like like if you don't have like these guys probably hire the people she's talking about or singing about oh yeah they they probably have like a dedicated person that, that works shit. eight hours a day who 
fucking organizes and schedules all those uploads and content and all that other shit, you know, and we don't, we're doing all that shit ourselves, you know, and it's hard. Like, yes, it's hard to do, to be, to stay in in the limelight, to, to be relevant, to be entertaining, to, to be funny. And we try that ourselves because well, one, we can't afford to fucking hire someone to do it for fucking a daily job, you know? And, and, and two is because we want to be as transparent and as raw and real and authentic with, with our listeners, with, with our fans, you know, I, I feel I can speak for myself. Like, you know, like when I feel like I don't have a fucking playlist that's worthy for me to fucking upload, I don't upload shit. And yeah. it's been like that for, I don't want to, like, I don't want I don't remember like two months, three months. Yeah. Like it's oh, been wow. a minute since I've been constantly uploading, but even then, like it meant something like these things had a theme. These things had a meaning and I want to continue to produce those things for our listeners because I think they deserve it. I think it's worth putting in that effort and that time and that energy into creating authentic like experience and authentic, uh, you know, media oh, or yeah. content for them. Instead of like, oh, I'm just gonna fucking hire someone and have him, him or her, whatever's current. Yeah, whatever's it's cool. like whatever you know. Like to me, that's not real. That's not us. That's not how we do things. We want to be hands on with our listeners, with our fans, with with people who know us, because that's what we strive to be. You know, we don't want to be no fucking. We don't have, we don't have a facade. We're not fake. We're authentic. I know we. Sh- we want we were talking about this and we kind of want to like respectfully give it its own like episode but it's kind of like it's lingering it's lingering you know so it it, like i don't want to do it a a disservice and not like not say anything but at the same time it's like we have to talk about it because it is the issue and it's just like all this stuff that happens is like, you know, how you're saying that you feel this or you feel that. And, and some people are like, oh, we're well, not allowed to feel because like, fuck it. Like, you know, like, no. And yeah. you get gaslit and you're like, no, that's not. No, you're why you feel it. No, that's not not yeah. what it is. You know, why, like and that's being a bitch. Up. Yeah, it's fucked up because as I do. How come I'm not allowed to feel how I feel? Yeah. You know, like like one of the, one of the things that like. Like, I always try to acknowledge other people's feelings, you know, like your, your feelings are valid. You're allowed to your feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm going to acknowledge your feelings, but I'm going to tell you my version of it or how I see it or my perspective, you know, and sometimes people take that as like, oh, well, you're trying to say that this like, or that I was like, no, I like I'm telling you, you're valid. Your feelings are valid. I'm not saying that they're not. Yeah. You know, one of the things that that me and my girl were talking about, uh, just yesterday, her day off, uh, we spent the whole fucking day together. And uh she told me, like, babe, like like it's like don't you feel like it's weird, like like that we don't talk a lot? I was like, What do you mean we don't talk a lot? 
He's like, yeah, like our conversations aren't like, you know, this or that. Mm. I was like, well, it depends on how you see conversations. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, conversations is an exchange of words. You know, you're conversating. Both of the parties are like giving and taking. You know, that's a conversation. Deep, deep conversations, you know, depend on that. And it's like, well, how are you with your friends? And I was like, well, we talk about things that might interest them. Like they bring up like, oh, I talked to so and so, or how does that make you feel, or whatever. And then those are deep conversations. Mm-hmm. Surface level shit is like, oh, how's the weather? How are you doing at your job? You know, like we don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. And so to me, like I told her, like you know, we have conversation. Excuse me. I told her, I don't see it like how you see it. Like I see that we're conversating. We're we're talking about different things like you know it took you a lot i'm sure it took you a lot for you to like tell me how you felt that we don't have conversations or deep conversations but i don't see it that way it's like i'm not saying that that you're incorrect Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that at all i'm saying that the way i see it is like this and i told i went on to proceed to tell her like you know what like uh when we talk we talk about how you feel or how I feel. And then you tell me, oh, well, this and that. And then I share my opinion. And then I tell you, like, oh, well, here's how I see it. And then we just share each other's experiences and perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's deep. That's yeah. deep level. It's not surface level. It's right. like, oh, well, how's work? Or how are you doing? Yeah. How's your mom? You know, like, obviously, because she's been my girlfriend for, like, seven years, you know, we have that connection and I can talk to her about anything and not be worried about her judging me. And that's one of the things like I tell her, like, you know what, like be open with me. If you have a concern, which that was one of her concerns is like, we don't have deep connected conversations. And I told her like, but we do because we're, you're telling me how you feel and I'm telling you how I feel and we're kind of exploring how we both feel right. and we're uncovering that maybe her perspective is skewed a little mm. bit. And I'm not saying I'm not gaslighting her. and like, see, your fucking view is wrong. I'm telling her, like, well, that's not how I see it. And in her eyes, she's like, you know what? I like your perspective better because now I see that we do have deeper conversations mm. or if the roles were reversed, it's like, oh, you know what? You're right. We don't have deeper conversations right. according to A, B, and C, you know? So it's, it's, it sucks to have like these conversations with people, especially mm-hmm. with people that you like know and love and you've had in your life for such a long time. Yeah. Because you're afraid, you're like, I don't want to hurt their feelings, or I don't want to fucking lose them as a friend, or whatever. Right, yeah. Like, in my case, I don't want to say the wrong thing to, like, cause an argument. Or I don't want to say the wrong thing to be like, oh, fuck you, you see, this is exactly why we don't have deep conversations. But it's very, like, to me, I told her, like, that's very brave of you, because you shared with me how you felt. Mm. Yeah. And in doing so, I believe that I would be doing myself a dis uh, a disservice if I don't tell you how I see things. Right. It's not necessarily telling you that's incorrect. My view is right. I'm just sharing you. Well, that's not how I see it. Mm-hmm. Here's how I see it. And then based off of 
what we both share, we can come to a conclusion whether like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe my perspective was a little skewed. Yeah, right, right. Like, let's come together and compromise, you know? That's, that's one of the hardest parts. And that's what it gets a lot of, uh, a lot of us men in trouble, having that ability to put that pride aside and yeah. put that like, you know what, let's, let's, let's really look at this. It's almost just like, you know what, you know, fuck you. I'm going to fuck, you know? Yeah. You're going to tell me, you know, all this shit, whatever. It's like, but that's the machismo shit that's, you know, been kind of bred into us yeah. been almost forced on us. It's like, yeah, like, fuck, you know, like, and, and we, just, I don't say we do it to each other, but I mean, like, you know, men amongst each other do it to each other was like, it was like, fuck, dude, she's telling you what to do. It's like, <laughs> like, what are you going to be a bitch for? You're like, you're her bitch. She's like, you know, so it's like, you know, there's that. Yeah. So it's like almost like understanding or compromising or, or trying to get to the bottom of things. It's almost like, that's not acceptable, dude. Like, fuck it dude you tell her what you she needs to fucking do tell her what kind of cake to bake you and she should fucking do it yeah and it's like that's not necessarily that's what gives i guess the whole understanding of what uh uh, uh being a man is a bad name yeah because it, i think there's a lot more to it and uh uh we're, i think we should definitely give it a full episode when yes. we do do it this is just a prelude cliff, to it cliff notes yeah this is a <laughs> we're, we're we're getting to something this is going to be the man efesto the man efesto <laughs> <laughs> i like that but uh yeah anyways uh so i go to uh i go to therapy my therapist sends me like random things every once in a while just to kind of perk me up or kind of like get me to look at different perspectives and uh he sent me this uh this paper that um i guess he sent to all his male clients and um it was basically just a beautifully worded way of how it's like, you know what? It's okay to be a fucking man. Yeah. You don't have to be like an extreme feminist to be like accepted in this society because you know what? I noticed in TikTok too, you know, when my girlfriend watches TikToks, there's like random videos that come up and you're right. Well, not you're right, but like <laughs> what the thing is saying is there's a lot of man bashing. Yes. There's a lot of like men are trash trash they're garbage they're this they're that and it's like there's not a whole lot of attention to like well you know well what are the causes of this trashness or this whatever the fuck you know yeah. it may be so there's no real there's never going to be any healing if it's just like nah fuck it men suck men are this men are bullshit men are whatever the fuck they're they're the ones that are repressing women which isn't the case you know in the past maybe that was the custom but if you really look at history, it's it's very, very hard to deny that men have been the ambitious pushers, the conquerors, the kings. And that isn't just because they kept women down. That was like, it's just how it was. Yeah. Men have that ambition that, sorry about this, I'll explain in the next episode. <laughs> but men have that logic without with with having that detachment from emotion mm -hmm. so it's like a logic in terms of like you know what this isn't strategically correct although it will piss them off it will fucking hurt them in a way that they've never been hurt before it's not strategic let's hold back yeah. we'll strike over here and we'll it's gonna it's gonna win us eventually Whereas women would be like, fuck that shit. Burn them to the yeah. ground. It's emotional. <laughs> it's passionate. Fuck it. We're going to get blood. And that's not to say that a woman general would do that. But there, I think there is a reason why I'm, things I'm gonna, are the way they are. 
I'm going to say two things. The first one is, uh, well, maybe three things. <laughs> <laughs> There's this book called uh, God's Debris, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't remember exactly what it says. But it basically says the difference between men and women is that men want to feel needed and women want to feel wanted. Wow, I think you just summed it up there, boy. Uh, I'm just gonna... It's very, very simple, but it's it can't be denied. Yeah, like it I mean, it, be in my experiences, yes. Like I love my girlfriend, and I'll do anything for her. And sometimes she wants things, but doesn't tell me, but expects me to know. And kind of going off the grid here, but like it's it's one of those things where it's just like fuck, like you know, like you know, yeah, it's fucking true. Yeah, it's fucking true. It it def I I feel like that's a hundred percent true. And the only reason why a broad term like that can be so applicable to fucking almost the entire of society is, I'd say is genetics evolution and basically just how the animal kingdom has figured out what works there's a reason why in the animal kingdom there is male and female there's a reason why the female gives birth there is a there's a reason why because genetically and evolutionarily it has worked for millions of years so it's what's always won out the males are the aggressors they are the ones that go hunting and gathering if it's required in their spe- specific uh, uh, species. There's obviously, like, for example, in um, lion prides, the females go out and hunt. But the males are the ones that protect the entirety of the fucking yeah. pride. So if there's a, a group of young lions coming in, it's up to that one male to take them all down and protect the entirety of the pride. This is all evolutionary and this is all scientific and it can be actually like pretty much like fucking diagrammed and shit. Like you yeah. can see that shit. It's linear. It's not like emotional or a thought or a theory. It's like, look at it everywhere you look, you know, birds, fish, uh, mammals. It's all male, female. And there's a reason why the females give birth. And it's like they're both necessary, but they're both two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So us as human males, we have certain inclinations and certain responsibilities that even females subconsciously expect from us. Yeah. So even if they don't admit it, they're saying we're all equals. We all contribute. We all do this, whatever the fuck. It's like a female will always want a, or prefer a provider, a successful male that can do this and can do that. And they'll more than likely, not always, but more than likely will always be uh, geared towards that kind of like ambition. Whereas Mm -hmm. males will always look at a woman that is in need. So a woman that's like, uh, well, I need someone to take care of me. You know, that's where that whole thing I think comes from with the sugar daddy and Mm -hmm. all that shit. So I think that's where a lot of men get made uh, to be fools. Only fans is because (laughs) women are just kind of like, Oh, I'm such a dainty, innocent girl, you know, take care of me, daddy. It's like, there you go here's five bucks just 20 bucks and then before you know it's like you know but it's all 
working off of evolutionary instincts. Yeah. So the males want to take care. So OnlyFans works because <laughs> there's a bunch of females out there that are able to exploit that. And there's a lot of males out there that are, uh, you know, just succumb to their evolutionary traits. And they're just like, okay, I'll take care of you, little girl. <laughs> or, you know, like, not little girl. Most of them will say they're 18. But, yeah. you know, but some of them are younger than the male counterparts. And sure. uh, But even if they're the same age, they still want to be... Oh, this is my little girl. Oh, it, it, thanks for taking care of me, daddy. You know, it's kind of, it's yeah. still like a, a back and forth. It's like innocence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, there it's, it's all evolutionary and it all plays back and forth. And this, this next, uh, this paper that, um, I think it's, a a psychotherapist wrote is, uh, verbalizes it pretty plainly, very, very straightforward, very beautifully. You know, we're, we're putting the, the main bullet points, but, the way he words it is is a little easier to understand. So, for the love of God, just bear with us. Yeah. And uh, it'll be it'll be up uh, next week. Yeah. The second thing I wanted to say is that Louis C.K. or Louis C.K. is hmm. a comedian. He he went under fire because he was uh, doing some sexual misconduct or whatever, hmm. and he was like fucking castrated. And whatnot for his career. Well, I fucking loved him. I love his I comedy. Too. It I was dark too. as fuck. It was funny. Like, I didn't think he deserved any of that. But not that harsh, no. Yeah. yeah. But I don't. I. 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 He had said something that really uh, stood out in all of the comedy specials he had. He said that, like men will cut your arm out and typically you're okay. You know, you fucking pull, you lost your arm, whatever. Mm. But women, they'll rip your soul out. Like you're incomplete without, without it. Yeah. You know? And it's like, that's the difference between men and women is that men, if you get in a fight with them, they will beat you up physically, hurt you or cut your arm out the worst. Mm, there you whatever. go. You got and what that's you it. Deserved, yeah. yeah. And women, no, it, they, it won't stop until you've suffered like internally. Yeah. Until you are destroyed. Yeah. At psychologically. Yeah. It's it. I mean, there's a reason why the phrase stands true to this very very day and it is just it can be used across the board hell have no fury on a woman scorn <laughs> and that is absolutely the case hell cannot compare to what a woman will do to you if you fuck them over yeah hell have no fury over a woman scorn they will reach deep into the fucking yeah. pits of hell and bring out any demon that they need to fucking mutilate your ass. Yeah, and it, it's fucked up because I, in my life, have been, I've, I've witnessed, I've been part of that. I partake <laughs> in, you know, like it's, it's bad, dude. Like you know, like yeah, some and, like just fucking punch me, bro. Like, yeah, fucking like just, just get hurt, it over with. Like, you know, like physically hurt me. Like I'd rather have that. Yeah. But uh, but like I'm not saying that all women are like that. Oh, just yeah. in my experience, and I've experienced it. You know, and that's the difference. I know. I know people who would hear this and just 
gaslight the shit out of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I know women who would hear this and be like, what the fuck? Like, why are you saying that? Like, and I know men who would do the same thing. Mm. The thing is that, like, I think this is a conversation that needs to be had. And and that's why we want to give this a full, like, respectful, like, episode to, like, really fucking talk about it. Because I think I think it's something that a lot of people have experienced, but mm. don't want to share. Definitely. Maybe they might be the ones doing the harm. Maybe they're the ones who caused it or been part of it somehow or maybe they're the victims it doesn't matter like we know someone if not themselves have been through this type of pain and it sucks and like i've been through some shit and you know stay tuned to the next episode i will talk about it I don't definitely care. We'll, we'll get into it for sure we'll read we'll start off with reading the actual uh, uh paper that was uh, r- uh written yeah. And uh, from there, we will uh, discuss the points of it and uh, get into things, personal experiences that we've experienced in terms of like this uh, American pastime, which seems to be male bashing and uh, not being and and it being not OK to be male yeah. or so it seems like you can't be a a masculine man, you have to be a feminist man to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, well, <sighs> something's got to give cuz we got to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, we got to get to the bottom of this. And this isn't to say not to make the comparison, but this is almost like on the same uh on the same links of like Okay, so the women want to say, well, men have ruled the world for thousands of years. They've been kings. They've oppressed women, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get it. I mean, I didn't. Did you? No. Did the fucking people around us do it? You know, I don't know. People around me seem to be pretty accepting of women now coming into power and understanding. So I would compare this to like saying the same thing as like, well, white people should feel guilty for enslaving blacks. I mean, I don't know any white people that enslave any blacks anymore. Yeah. There's no real, like, I don't think you should really hold them accountable, and I don't think they should feel guilty for it. Obviously, change has been made. Things should still be happening to make things different. There's still things that need to be changed, like the same thing with male and female. Things still need to be changed and addressed and all that stuff, but you can't hold on to those old grudges and use them as, like, well... Yeah. Men have been in power for X amount of years. It's time for women to like take over. It's like, whoa, whoa hold on, hold on. If we really want to coexist, we gotta like go about this yeah, together. And see, that's the, that's the thing that like I see a lot of message boards, and I see a lot of like on Instagram and TikTok and all that shit, where where like they're losing the argument, right? And immediately they go into that. They go into like, oh, well, men, all men are like this. And, you know, we've been fucking oppressed by so many years, blah, blah, blah. And this and that is like, dude, like, well, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, (laughs) why? Like, just because I have a fucking dick, like, doesn't make me a dick, you know? Like, (laughs) you know, like, I'm, you know, for the, the true fucking feminist 
the true fucking feminist is equal rights. It's equal rights between men and female. Just being fucking humans, you know, that's 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 basically what it is. That's a true feminist. Equal rights. The only thing it's unfortunate that it has the the word or the phrase feminist in it because people have this misconception. It's like, oh, it's pro fucking female and fucking like fuck, fuck men. men, and that's not what it is at all. Like, like you know, like I don't want to call myself a feminist because immediately you call, you say, oh, I'm a fucking feminist, and it's like, oh, then you're a fucking white knight, yeah. and it's like, like dude, like I can't, I, I either way, I don't win. Yeah, you gotta be anti man everything. Yeah, man. and it's like that's not cool. Like, 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 I feel, you know, men feel like we go through shit, and sometimes at the expense of not being that toxic, masculine, misogynistic man or whatever, because you're afraid of the fucking you know misconception people might have or whatever. So you just like just. Shut your mouth up, like how they say, like you know, my parents used to tell, "Calladito se mira más bonito," like you know, basically don't say anything because it's not gonna affect you. It's like you know, so just be quiet. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, dude, like I can't stay quiet anymore, dude. Like it hurts, and it sucks. Yeah, I mean, and, like, like like we were just saying, like even just like fucking watching. Going through the TikTok fucking thing is like every once in a while you just get a bunch of like, like fucking ignorant fucking statements, like yeah. fucking straight up, just like people just like saying shit, like matter of fact, and they say things in a convincing tone where there is no question about it to where like young impressionable people will believe it. Yeah. And the thing is like, to me, I've always thought this. And I, I hope people kind of like start to look at things in this sort of a way. If there's anybody that ever tells you that this is the way things are or that this is matter of fact or this is the truth, this is the this is a path or whatever, you should always question those people the most. Because if they're so certain, it means that they are actually probably not very certain. Yeah. They're just trying to portray themselves to be very certain. Yeah. So if people are, are out there on TikTok telling you like, no, 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 like, you know, fuck this, fuck that, fuck this people, fuck that, fuck man, fuck that. You should probably start looking into like maybe why do they personally feel so yeah. angered towards them? Like, and then it becomes personal. And it's like, this is a weird thing. It's like, you've got to try to remain as unbiased as possible to make such a broad statement. But unfortunately, a lot of these people have some vendetta or they just want to get like the likes yeah. on, on TikTok, which is just kind of like, it's a, like we we're saying, it's a popular thing. If you bash, if you're a male and you bash men, it's like, oh, instant, like, oh, yeah, you're one of the good ones. Yeah, you're good. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, like, like, to me, like it's it's fucked up because it's like you the algorithm like it's designed to like push content that you like, right? So if you're feeling some kind of way because your boyfriend dumped you, and he was a piece of shit, yeah. and you like a video, it was like, oh, your your boyfriend ain't shit if he hasn't proposed to you after two years of fucking dating. Yeah, I've seen that I shit do, too. And I was like, like, I've been with my girlfriend for seven years. I've been not like have like i've been thinking about it like yes i thought about it the fucking pandemic fucked everything up i have no fucking money i have no job like there's shit that 
it doesn't address in this 30 second TikTok. Such a big, broad statement. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, of course. And if she sees it, she's like, babe, like, how come you haven't proposed Starts to me? We've been dating for seven little, years. Little you know, ideas. Yeah. And it's fucked up because it's like, it doesn't apply to us. Like yeah. the, 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 the experience that we have is different. And it's like, yes, I fucking love you. Yes. I would want nothing to marry you, but there's other situational things that are happening in our lives that they don't fucking talk about. They might not experience a lot of people who are fucking, you know, rich don't have to fucking worry about like, Oh, well, fuck it. I'll just borrow fucking $20,000 for my girlfriend's ring for my parents. Mm. You know, like we're fucking Mexican. We work hard for everything. We, oh shit. <laughs> uh, you know, like to me, like even though I fucking got this course and I completed the course, I'm certified by fucking uh, certified and acknowledged by Google, and I am still not swimming in fucking deals. I'm not swimming in like, oh fucking, we'll hire you. Like it's hard. You know, it's fucking hard. Yeah, true. But, like, it, it fucking sucks, too. Like, and that's that's what people don't understand. Is like, they don't... They just just get the fucking cliff notes of whatever is hot yeah. and trending. And yeah. then they get the views. And then men, uh, us guys, we're like, well, fuck. Hey, babe, I do fucking love you. But, you know, like, I want to propose to you different. Or I'm thinking of doing this. Or, mm. yes, we've been stay- dating for seven eight years and you know whatever it may be people don't take that in consideration it's just oh yeah it kind of aligns with what i'm talking about and then you live in this fucking echo chamber of like oh fucking men ain't shit because they do this or if your boyfriend does do this then you should break up with him if you you know it's like oh it's fucking annoying yeah one of the ones i've heard more consistently is what they say like uh uh men oh well this is a tiktok i saw it says men will date you for seven years and not propose. And after you break up, they'll meet somebody and propose to them after like six months. Yeah. And it's like, and, and the reason why is because they were never certain of you, but with this new person, they were completely a hundred percent certain. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's, Oh, hold on. <laughs> There's a lot. You're kind of like leaving out. Yeah, there's a there's a whole relationship of like what six years you said six seven years you said that you know who knows why the reasons were maybe they met young obviously why would you be dumb enough to get married young when you have yeah. no job no house no fucking income it's like that's just stupid and that's then, a whole different situation second of all like after seven years it's like okay well how old were they then it's like if you're like 28 29 30 mid 30s maybe 40s Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Now you know what you want. Now you're more straightforward. The people you meet now are more mature. Like now it's like, okay, yeah, they're gonna get married quicker because now it's like I've been through all that shit. Yeah. Now I know what I want. Now it's like now I'm ready to settle down. So it's not like that those kinds of blanket statements which just people like makes people feel like or or women feel like like, oh shit, okay, well you're just gonna go out and marry somebody else after me because they were the complete package, but I'm not. That's why you're not proposing to me. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. It's like, we're, we're getting to that point. <laughs> and if you decide to break up over this, then I'll get to that point with somebody else because now I'm going <laughs> to go out there and find somebody else. And it's like, they're going to be ready and I'm going to be ready. So it's going to be quicker. Whereas yeah. like we met, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just kind of like, <sighs> and even if it is 
what it is that she's saying. Why are you fucking complaining? You're you got rid of him. Why now are you? you why go are find you dwelling? happiness? Yeah, go now. You go marry somebody. Like, you know in six that's months. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like what if all that shit is true? Why are you still dwelling over it? Like, yes, it hurts, but you know, like just like us men, we don't have feelings. We don't feel anything. Like you know, like fuck it. Who cares? Like, you know, like, do work on yourself, dude. And that's what a lot of people forget. They just focus so much on this fucking generic, broad fucking terminology and fucking trending words that gets them likes and fucking followers. But they don't know what the fuck it is. It's like, have you, I don't know if you've seen, like, there's this, like, not a trend, but, like, there's been a couple of, uh, like, kids that are like, oh, if you don't have a house like mine... Like, we shouldn't talk, and it's like a mansion or whatever. Mm. And, like, next thing you know, it gets duetted, and it's like, it's like, oh, Jake, what the fuck is that's not your house, it's our house, you know? Like, oh, fucking just yeah. telling me, like, no, what the fuck you talking about? I mean, they're jokes, or at least I think they're jokes, yeah. but still, like, how come we're not allowed to say that? We're not, like, we can't, yeah, we can. you know, and there's been, there's been a few TikTok people who have been questioning, is like, you know what, like. Like, one of the things that st- stood out was, like, oh, like, oh, girls say they like thick boys or whatever. But, the, um, like, whenever I hit them up, they're, like, oh, no, you're, you know, you're too big or I don't date, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, like, like you're just saying that for the fucking, for the for clout. True. Yeah, you know? Just, and it's, just to get those uh, likes, those hearts, yeah. those whatever. I don't know, man. Like, I... I get triggered sometimes so hard, but at the same time, like it doesn't matter to me because I am in a very happy relationship. And that's all that should matter. Yeah. And like, yes, sometimes she'll be like, babe, like what the fuck, you know, but she does it as a joke. She doesn't mean it. And I've told her like, babe, you know, I fucking love you. Fuck my bites. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and you know, we'll have conversations and we, we both know where we stand, and that's what a healthy relationship should look like. You know, where Definitely, you 100%. fucking talk to each other and tell them how you feel and share each other's feelings. And yeah, dude. So I, going back to all this shit, like I was at the. I want to share this little quick um, idea. We went to the aquarium yesterday. It was her her day off. Oh, nice. She likes penguins. Correct? She loves penguins. Yeah. And uh, so, anyways, we're we're like headed out already, and um, she she had asked me like uh, midway through the trip or a visit. She's like, "Oh, you want to listen to some music?" It's like I have an idea. Like, what if we play like a playlist of like aquarium on Spotify? Maybe they have some cool music. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm down." So I put in the fucking, the earbud in my ear, and she puts on the playlist, and we're walking around, listening to the music, and, like, you know, just enjoying the com- our company, and, um, you know, we go look at the fucking, the sharks, and shit like that. She doesn't like sharks, by the way. She's, like, has a phobia. So, our first date, <laughs> this is funny, our first date, we went to the aquarium, and um I walked through I walked her through touching 
a leopard shark or tiger shark? I don't know. Might it was, be a leopard shark. It was not a real shark, right? I mean, it's a shark. A nurse shark might be. But it's like it, it glides s- through the surface, so you feels... can touch them. You can pet them. Yeah, there's there's a there's a couple of those that you can do that too. A leopard shark would be one. Another would be like a stingray or a something, and then a nurse shark is another one. Okay, well, for our first uh, date, you know, I, I walked her through it because she's she has this scared of them. This phobia of sharks. So I walked her through it, and that was that was our date. And so like yesterday, we go and we're like kind of reminiscing and having fun and we go visit the sharks and she's we're laughing we're thinking about all this stuff and go visit the the penguins and whatnot and then we're about to leave and she's like oh, i'm gonna go use the restroom and uh we both have uh, earbuds you know so she has one i have one and she leaves um with uh the bag uh, with her bag goes in the restroom so the music stops because the connection is mm-hmm. no longer there you know between the two headphones so I'm just like, whatever, looking through my phone, looking at people, people watching. And then like the music starts playing, like it starts to sputter. And then mm-hmm. the music completely comes on. I think it was Andrew Bird that comes on. And then like I see her and I kid you not, it was like the fucking most beautiful fucking scene, like in the most modern type esque fucking theme ever because it's like you know how you people say oh you know you hear music when mm. you you see the the one that you love or whatever yeah, yeah. but it it was it happened except that it was like there's an explanation because right. we had our earphones yeah, yeah and it was beautiful because like she's like i see her and i hear the music playing and she's coming closer and the music gets clearer because the the distance between the headphones. Yeah. And then she sits down and I was like, babe, like that was fucking beautiful. I was like, what are you talking about? And I told her like the literally music started playing when I mm. fucking noticed you. And she was like, what? Like, like in the movie? I was like, yeah. But like, it was because yeah, of the yeah. headphones. And right. I was like, it was just fucking amazing. Like, I fucking love you. You know, like yeah. I, we had our moment. It's like, oh, fuck, I love you too. And we were just talking about it. And it's just like, like, you don't see that in the movies where right. it's logically explained, but yeah, it's yeah. still beautiful. Like, to me, right. we had a fucking moment. Mm. Like, and and if it was depicted in a movie, damn, bro. Like, I don't know. I think that scene alone would that be would fucking dope. That would sell the movie. That would be, uh, that would be a tearjerker. <laughs> just literal music. But it's all because of the Bluetooth connection and distance. Logical, but at the same time, is it? Exactly. <laughs> you gotta suck, suck the pinky tip. Yeah, but I mean, shit's shit's hard. But everything that's worth fighting for is hard. Truer words have never been spoken. Uh, thank you. Well. <laughs> You're a wise man, sir. I try. Well, all right, Louis. We're at like three hours and almost four hours. Jesus. Three hours or four hours? Which one is We're it? at 350. Damn. <laughs> let's fucking call it. So let's uh let's let's go ahead and end mm. it there. That was actually Two a beautiful story. F- fucking parter right there, dude. Definitely. I'm probably gonna do like a tomorrow and a Friday <laughs> drop for this. That's cool. Just to uh kind of keep people uh interested yeah so they can get a two uh two podcasts because we already promised for next week 
the uh, the manifesto. The manifesto. <laughs> so like we'll that. do that, and uh, this is going to be a two-parter. Uh, look for the second part uh, Friday night, if not Thursday night. We'll say Friday, just so that to be safe. Just and look for it. Just look for just it. Just look for You'll it. You'll get the no- subscribe, bro. It's, yeah, you'll get the notification. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was a that was a great talk here with Louis, and uh, we had some great uh, some, some affordable beers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, had a great time with you, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, don't sass me right now, bro. We're on air. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyways, um, I guess uh, we'll see you guys next week. With the uh, manifesto, and we'll be discussing the whole uh, turnings around it. And uh, we were originally supposed to do it this this one, but bum beers, bro. Why not? Yeah, bum beers. Why the fuck not? Yeah, and then uh, maybe we'll ma- actually make the next one uh, the uh, season three finale. We'll leave it with that good topic, and then we'll come back nice and strong with hopefully a video, live stream, something of these sort. On season yeah. four. Stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram. You'll f- see our shenanigans. Yeah. And on TikTok. And on TikTok, because we're on TikTok. Dequa Brewery. Yes, sir. Dequa Brewery. Ah, the Oddfellas podcast. And Gepex uh, Chuperia. Damn. And yeah, that's about it. We shall see you guys next week with uh, another episode. Thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for watching. Or listening. Or listening, sorry. Uh, <laughs> remember, Oddfellas never sleep. Stay Sponsor time. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I used to have a dream. Now it seemed that I'm a living in real life. Getting free jeans, good weed, feeling real nice. Used to think that I was too short or too dumb Just a newcomer to the game trying to do something Used to running after ice cream trucks But now I just stroll, lace my Nikes up I'm a nice, clean cut, good looking individual Filling up a notebook with rhymes when I be in the school Learn quick that nobody here invincible We feel big but in reality we minuscule Try and make a million bucks before I reach my pinnacle Supernova status from basically invisible Growing up thinking it was cool to be a criminal until I saw a couple homies go down. See, now that isn't me or anything I'm finna be. I want the money, cause hoes, clothes, a kid can dream. I used to talk to girls that wasn't even in the mix. Now he me, he wanted to be. Nah, I gotta-